Hey everybody, welcome to Everything Goes. Today I'm late, I know. I've been running behind all day. It's been one of those days I've been playing catch up. It's like the, the more I'm running, <laughs> the more I'm catching, I'm falling behind. So sorry about that. I was at 5.59 and I had to go turn something off. I come back at 6.04, so again, I apologize. I Obviously, you guys got the message, which is good. Um, the... Uh, so I get it's filling up pretty quick. Maybe I should be a little late more often. <laughs> it fills up a lot faster. Um, tonight's show is going to be interesting, I think, I hope. Um, we're going to talk about some interesting aspects of genetics. I think everybody needs to um, be aware of genetics. Hold on a second. Um, I want to make a point here. Um, what's happening, I, I guess, I don't know what's why, as to the why, um, but the, the links I put up, you know, I put up with the expectation that people are going to read them. Obviously, people do not read them. I get emails all the time, and people are sending me data. I said, somebody sent me data that's like about two years old, three years old, and, you know, and we've covered the topic on the show, and people are still finding these these videos now. Now, I do get the fact that there's a lot of information I put out there. But I also need to let you understand as well that um, we are dealing in a world today where we, we're being flooded with data in regarding to what's going on and what we need to do and how we're being assaulted. And we're getting hit with all kinds of stuff, political stuff, you know, our governments are killing us. You know, you look at New Zealand, New Zealand's, you know, is getting screwed. You look at Australia, Canada, United States, you know, there's always some sort of agenda or profile going on. And, and I get the fact that we're inundated with a lot of information, but, it's important that you try to keep up with it as much as you can. You cannot afford to be distracted with television shows, football games, hockey games. You know, you want to take a break from the from the war. And I get that, too. It gets to be tiring sometimes and tedious. And we're dealing with a lot of different variables, depending on where you're living. You're, you're, you have whatever variables going on. And I get that. You know, I get calls from the planet literally australia new zealand i've had calls from india asia you know i get calls from all across canada across the united states europe you know germany france uh, spain portugal italy belgium norway you name it you know all points in between i get calls from the baltic area i get you know i get calls from even uh, in South America, I get, you know, emails, all kinds of shit, you know, and everyone's telling me what the, what's going on, how they're all being targeted, you know, and um, uh, it, 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 it's a challenge. And, okay, even for those who believe in the second coming of Christ, which are Muslims and, and Christians, you know, uh, the Hebrews are still looking for the first coming. You know, apparently, they missed the, they missed the first one. The point is this: we don't know when he's coming back. Number one, 
None of us knows when he's coming back. And number two, we need to be as prepared as we can be so that when he does return, if any of us, any of, any of us are still left standing, that we can go home and leave this shithole behind. But again, you know, it's, it's going to be, and it's not going to be an easy ride till he comes back. Anyone thinks that we're going to have a, a, a smooth walk in the park here is, is high on something. They're constantly barraging us with frequencies. They're constantly trying to change our genetic code. And I want to touch on that pretty heavy tonight in that regard because, okay, when you're looking at Moderna's data, just Moderna's data, and the Pfizer and Moderna injections are the same kind of thing. They're an mRNA uh, um, invasion of the system. And... Yeah, pretty much die on our feet. Yeah, pretty much. It's probably what we're going to wind up doing, dying on our feet. Um, when you look at the data on all of it, this is the stupidity of the geneticists today. They were designing a genetic program to insert into everybody so that when the coronavirus hit the person, the proteins that you would make to fight this, this so-called virus would be developed and manufactured by the body. But this was the drawback. This is the, the, big, the big enchilada of the whole thing. The people that took the first vaccine and had that initiated through Janssen and Janssen and, Fi and uh, uh, AstraZeneca, what wound up happening is, and even went to Pfizer and the Moderna, what wound up happening is the body now was programmed to fight the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan outbreak, the Wuhan weapon. But what it did was it, it corrupted the genetic code so you no longer could now develop any other antigen required to fight anything else that may come along. This was done on purpose. Okay, this was done on purpose. So if you got the jab, the first one, and it wasn't a saline solution, and it wasn't sludge like some doctors have been saying, well, not that's true, you know, that what wound up happening is you were programmed to fight the Wuhan, but the Wuhan outbreak. But you were now, now you are incapacitated to fight anything else. The DNA has now been subjected to a program that now does not allow the defense, the immune system to come up with any other means to fight off anything that else that may come along. So even a, no, a local, a regular flu, you now don't have the capacity to engage that in order to offset its effect. The allopathic field has lost all credibility. All credibility, all these fucking doctors, every one of them that stayed silent so they could protect their fucking license, so they can, so they can, uh, you know, provide more death and destruction with these pharmaceutical agents that keep prescribing people, they are guilty of murder, every one of them. Every one of them. They allowed their patients to be violated with a bioweapon that now not only disengaged their immune system, but corrupted it with a program that cannot be removed. 
not through conventional means anyway. You know, God has God has got his own antidote for this. But all the bullshit I'm seeing on, on the airwaves today isn't going to do anything. It's, yeah, definitely. It's all engineering. You know, when you read some of the literature that they that has been propagated again on this on this shit, um, it's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable that the conception of this and the way they've conce conceived this, you know, ha has any kind of um, uh, uh, they they consider the DNA the software of life. Okay, the software of life, and. When you're looking at this, how they treated the body's biology as a piece of software, I think they forgot to they forgot and un, forgot the uh, understanding <laughs> that <laughs> this software was a very intricate software, and that it didn't have the. Um, uh, that it didn't just have one string of code. It had it has codes within codes within codes within codes that they haven't broke down yet. But they decided they were going to, you know, put in to our code an operating system that could be, you know, monkeyed with. <laughs> imagine that, you know, imagine that. It's it's just so far fetched what they've done. So basically, the injections were nothing more. What they again as an experiment, you know, as a total experiment. You know, we are no longer living, like I said, in a world where the balance, the checks and balances of genetics is in place. They have basically corrupted the genetics exponentially. You know, the, the, um, they were able to take a protein, sorry, artificial intelligence is able to, to create, to create proteins, okay, to create proteins. And they can create proteins to 20, 20 basic, the 20 essential amino acids for life. They can now amplify the creation of proteins to the 300th power, the 300th power. So take 300, uh, take a, 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 how the heck would you do that? Um, I don't, I'm not even sure how you can even define the number, you know, of this. It, um, it, it's, it, the numbers just go crazy with, with the amount of uh, protein that this, this thing can violate and this thing can create. The again, if if you if you comprehend what that's saying, the scope of what that's saying, um, you can literally change. Uh, uh, you know, you can literally change the very foundation of creation with this by releasing these programs and these operating systems into the system, you can alter literally everything that we know today to be true. 
that's why I say a lot of times these doctors don't have a clue in regarding to synthetic biology. They have no idea, you know, what they're doing. With proteins, the design choices are almost limitless. Lysosomes are small as proteins go, go up to about 300 amino acids. With the 20 possible amino acids, there are enormous numbers of 20 to 300 power of possible combinations. This, that's greater than taking all the humans who live throughout time, multiplied the number of grains of sand on Earth, multiplied by the number of atoms in the universe. You could literally change reality with this. That's what they're playing with today. And that's what they've inserted into people. Okay, that's what they've inserted into people. You know, everybody just popped into the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, you know, we're um, deep light gash on the what? Somo, Somo. Not sure what you're talking here. Deep, large gash on a, what is that? <laughs> uh, it's mind-boggling how people even think this stuff is okay. Nothing is sacred for them because they have lost themselves. Well, they, are, they most, a lot initially years ago, a couple of decades ago, scientists, a lot of them were, were agnostic or, or um, um, oh, what's the term? Um, atheist. They didn't believe in God. They believed in science. Science is the um, uh, they didn't believe that there was a God, so they believed that we were basically a form of an evolution that could be um, enhanced or manipulated. You know, uh, so again, uh, that within the last 20 years, a lot of scientists have switched their stand on God because they they have seen the they've seen certain things in even in genetics and in in um, energy in the energy field and in even in, in the nano field, proving God exists. So uh, that has shifted, but some still hold back to the old school in regarding to genetics and through and through a life, you know. Uh, in regarding to the um, uh, what life was really all about, basically summation of programming. Tony, your thoughts on ivermectin? I, you know what? I've been seeing a lot of data pop up lately, and I'm not sure it's all it's cracked up to being. I do think if it's used correctly, people are idiots today total idiots they're using it every day as a prophylactic this to me is insanity you're asking for genetic damage irreversible genetic damage to the intestinal tract by taking it every day now there has been some reports indicating that combining it with the vaccines can create another genetic anomaly to occur and may in fact be feeding the um the spike protein some are even stating that there may be some sort of parasitical component to it now that may be also affecting the injection. So that I don't know for sure. Um, uh, but in regarding to taking it, unless you absolutely need it, I see no point for it. And if you're taking 
zinc chloride, copper chloride. Uh, you're taking high dose of vitamin C, taking some form of sulfur. I don't see the reason for it, to be honest with you. And again, I gave you a formula of using bromelain and NAC in order to remove any kind of respiratory issues. The other factor that you have to consider as well, do we really need ivermectin? If we don't have a actual validation of this being even real, then what do you need it for? You're taking something based on an assumption. If we all we had, if all we were dealing with was just a flu, you know, cinnamon will take out a flu. So again, I don't, I'm not a. I've got stuff here, but I'm actually thinking about throwing it away. To be honest with you, I uh, after looking at some of the research, again, it, it makes it makes one question. You know. Um, yeah, C and chlorides are a game changer. I And again, I don't know why we're looking at ivermectin or hydrochloroquine. I don't even see why we're looking at these things. This is the thing we all have to look at as well. Uh, if they have lied to us for three years in regarding to this bioweapon that they have induced into people, remember the shot? First shot, oh, it'll protect you from all corona. Okay. The reason why they keep on with these injections is because they're upgrading the operating systems they're putting in the people. That's the only reason why these shots are continuing. They're going to continue to continue. Those that have survived this far with these injections, they're continually putting upgrades into these people, making them a more effective bioweapon or a bioinfection weapon. So that when they get around people, that they can uh, further infect them more. Does it make sense to keep taking jabs if you've got a a virus that, again, is mutating the way it is? There's no way you can keep up with the mutations. If that's true. And if the fact is, the matter is, they're not activating people who've taken these jabs to further express infections throughout the general population. I don't believe to one minute that they allowed us to be free because we got around the curve. I think that's all bullshit, to be honest with you. The idea that we're supposed to have a two-week curve, <laughs> a two-week curve, and we're still going at it today, three years later. You know, the, uh, yeah, cinnamon and coke works wonders for the flu you know you got an acid that breaks down the, the protein and you got a, the, uh, another component that deals with whatever you know so um, so um, yeah we're flat right so so like I said I don't I'm beginning to wonder if we should li be listening to anything that's coming on the air as far as the medication is concerned. Um, okay, I'll have to look at that after the show. Uh, there's a terrible smell being dropped from the sky. It smells horrible. I asked my neighbors, and most of them don't smell anymore. They lost their sense. And that was one of the reasons why they released the bioweapon. So they would take away 
the ability to smell or sense things. They are dulling the senses of everybody. Okay, they are dulling the senses of everybody. You know, this is why I keep saying to you guys that the links, if I'm posting links, you may want to read some of this information I'm putting out there because that information is, again, where we're at right now. To get the information and just receive it three years later or two years later, that's putting you two to six year, four to six years behind. You know, we need to be on our game here. I believe we need to prioritize what's really important. You know, you talk to people who are awake and you talk to people who are functioning and a lot of people will tell you that their houses are shambles now. You know, their houses are not an order, an order, an orderly domain. And what happens is what happens there is, you know, you be, you get caught up in all of this stuff and all of a sudden, um, Keeping the house spotless is not a priority anymore. Keeping the house, keep watching a hockey game is no longer a priority anymore. You know, keeping uh, 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 whatever it is you do in the house <laughs> just seems to have lost all perspectives of being important because now we're in a war. And if you realize the extent of the war that we're in, you know, the importance of survival exceeds anything that is uh, veneer. You know, even even how you spend your money begins to change. Even how you um, uh, how you do th people you associate with that all starts to change. All of it starts to change because, like I said, you were no longer. In, the, in that world of uh, plastic fantastic, you know. Uh, so, uh, anything they can do to diminish your ability to stay on your game, to be on your game, again, is designed to further keep you in the dark so they can hit you with another wave of assault. Um, when I do a show and I send an email out, you can look in the show below. You have two sets of links, one on the top, one on the bottom. The ones on the bottom are usually where I post the information of the show. The ones on top I'm talking about, like you see in the about section here, people like that who are doing something in regarding to uh, alternative he uh, healing. Every show has links. You can look at the links. You can see where I'm getting my information from. This way you can go on and expand on my research or what I've researched. You can go, you can have a step up or forward so you can see what's going on. They're playing for keeps. They're experimenting with mankind as if we're nothing but, but a guinea pig in the lab. Um, so, um, well, some people do go back. Some people try to go back. But what winds up happening is, you know, it, there's a certain a certain irony to that. You can relate it to somebody who's a, who becomes a Christian and then they, what the term is called backslide. 
when you backslide or go back to the system that you thought you you hated so much and you go back to it, what winds up happening is you become abused. There's that seduction, oh, come on back, you know, come on back, we love you, we miss you, and blah. As soon as you get back into it, then you start getting abused again, and the abuse has increased exponentially. Uh, and the same thing with this, when you go, if you think you can go back, <laughs> you know, what winds up happening is you, you, you become consumed by the technology. It goes after you like a lightning bolt because now it doesn't want you to ever go back to being awake again. And all you feel is the misery and the suffering of the technology consuming and breaking you down. Never mind the fact that you are aware that you become aware of the fact of the reality of things. And so now you are lost because the reality is no, you know, you know what's real, but you can't seem to get back to it. I noticed there haven't been the unusual chemical trail spraying in the last few weeks. But we'll pay. Uh, but still, the gray clouds are forming. I hear the change in frequencies, and after uh, that, the clouds appear for days. Well, <clears throat> if you're seeing clouds appear, you're seeing a heavy overcast. That means they are chemtrailing. The difference is you can't see them right now because the clouds is covering it up. But, but if you get a sunny day or a solar deflector that's reflecting the sun or an emitter that's emitting frequency light frequencies. When an airplane flies through a cloud or in a cloud cover, what happens is the chemtrails will now show to that cloud cover. You know, and so you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to see it. You'll be able to um, um, see the patterns, everything. We have that here where I'm at too. And some days you don't see anything till a plane flies through a cloud. And then you, um, then you see the lines coming out of the uh, nozzles or wherever they're coming from, you know. So that you see. I could never go back. It's like a scene in the Matrix. Yeah. Ah, um, uh, I don't think they're going to stop the chemtrailing. I think that would be, that would be um, naively wishful. <laughs> Now they're talking about spraying mRNA into the fields and injecting cattle with mRNA. I don't think you're going to see that stop anytime soon. They they got a hard-on to kill mankind. Yeah, they are hung high on that. You know, they want it. They, you got we still got way too many people. I've seen a statistic just before the show. India is at 1.4 billion. They've already exceeded China's population. Uh, so, you know, um, what can be done for fatty liver? Walmart. Go to Walmart. Take out the old liver. Put a new one in. Brand new. Or, if you can't afford a new liver, Quit eating sugar. Quit eating bread. Quit eating pasta, rice, buckwheat, oat, barley, quinoa, breads, cookies, and cakes. It's the sugar that's causing the fat, the, liver, the fatty liver effect to occur. 
And you can use things like sunflower lecithin. You can use things like lipase, acetylcarnitine, B5 to help restore that. But if you do that kind of any of those things, you got to make sure you take them every three hours. But the diet's a big player there. If you're eating bread, cereal, pastas, rice, um, corn, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. Um, uh, the um, So hearing a lot about niacin deficiency being on a, being our problem. I uh, well, <laughs> Debbie, I'm going to tell you something. The health food industry will tell you you're deficient in X, Y, Z, one, two, three, you know, W, X, Y, A, B, C. But the truth of the matter is, you're deficient. Period. And Taking a vitamin will help in offsetting the deficiencies, but it's not just one thing you're deficient in. And not everybody has the same deficiencies. It all depends on the environment you're in, where you're getting, where you live, uh, what you do, and the type of food you're eating. So when they say, oh, you're deficient, and that's the biggest marketing Game, you're deficient in vitamin K2, you're deficient in vitamin D, you need to take 10,000 million IUs of vitamin D every day, you know. Um, can you cattle prod a plant? Well, you'll only do it once. <laughs> Zip, there goes the plant. Tutka, I, you know what, I looked at that stuff and, um, I have to do a little bit more digging on it, to be honest with you. Your thoughts on TRS, zeolite. Uh, again, Mr. Bean, seriously, you're asking me this question? Really? You know, I've been talking about zeolite for how long? Not to use it? And you come up with this bullshit again? Really? That amazes me. That really does. But see, you remind me of something that I believe is your problem. You can't remember shit. This is your problem. You're not the only one that can't remember shit. A lot of people can't. And I'm finding that more and more. I talk about this stuff all the time. And then you ask me this question. You don't know how irritating that is. Especially when I put it in the, in the links. Do you actually read the links I post on the show? This is the question I want to ask you personally. You. All those links I put in the show when I send out the emails, you actually do you actually read them or do you spend all your time looking at these commercialized sites? It's a, it's a genuine question for you. You know, it's a genuine question. Because if you're going to waste all your time researching all these products on the air, and not willing to take the time to read the information I'm posting on my sites, then perhaps you should go ask those people what they think because you're wasting my time. If I'm putting the time out to express and show you links that you can look at to show you why you shouldn't be using these things and you're still going to these commercial sites, then why are you asking me any questions? 
if they're not willing to take the time to read that information. Now, if you have read that information and you're still asking me these questions, then I have to say you got some brain damage going on there. Can't remember. You might have aluminum damage. You might have, you know, silica damage. Oh, wow. Zeolite's made out of silica and aluminum. Ooh. Take this safe. Maybe you got some nano in the head that you need to clear, clear out, you know. Again, it's a legitimate question. I'm not trying to mock you, put you down, but I'm trying to I'm trying to wake you wake your ass up here. If you are still looking at all these commercial sites, have have you not clued in yet that this industry is nothing but a prostitute? It'll sell you it'll sell you any shit that gets you to, to believe in buying. And if it's on a nano scale, do you even look at this stuff to even research it if it's nano or not? See, this is where I'm, I get a little bit wondering, are you actually reading anything other than a commercial site? Because every question you ask me is about some commercial product. Now, this is the interesting thing I got to point out to you. I have commercial products that I sell. I never once mention them on my show. Not one. Unless I build something brand spanking new. And... The point is with these shows is to help you guys come, become autonomous. And the first thing you got to learn to do is become autonomous and not read this bullshit anymore. It's just going to suck you in. And it's wasting your time. Okay. What's going on with the chickens? Not, okay. The chickens not laying eggs is because the feed has been poisoned. We did a show on this. Okay. I think two days ago, we did, two shows ago, we did a show on that. Okay. They're not laying eggs because they're not their their feed has been shut shutting down their system to produce the egg. That's a you know, and again, this has come out throughout the TikTok and all the farmers that are out there talking about this. Now, I just had somebody from uh, Arkansas contact me today and said not to feed them the goat feed either, because I because uh, they according to their research, what they found out by changing their food the. And when they started giving them the goat feed, they started laying eggs again. But she's saying that that the goat feed even has the same pellets as they've got in the chicken feed. Just to start feeding them just regular grain and oats and things of this nature. And to avoid buying anything from the uh, foods, feeds, feedlots. So that's why they're having problems. And not only are the eggs not being laid, but the eggs you're buying are now not even real eggs anymore. You're really going to have to check on what you're buying. And the company you're buying them from. I got two links on there tonight in regarding to the eggs. Uh, one woman boiled an egg, peeled the, peeled the shell, and could wring it out like a washcloth. Another one was finding plasticizers on the egg. Another one uh, cooked the egg, and it wasn't really an egg, and it was bouncing like rubber. Okay, $8 a carton eggs. The reason why you're getting that kind of shit is because the chickens are not laying the eggs because they're shutting down egg production by feeding them a feed that shuts down their ability to lay the eggs. You know. So, uh, the war is on. We are already in the next phase of war. Hunger. It's one of the horsemen, isn't it? 
We had pestilence, now we have hunger. Imagine that. Imagine that. Where's And where does hunger lead? Where's the next horse in this equation? Tell you, it's a good remedy for back pain. I have three herniated discs and tried natural pain remedies, but nothing. Well, because instead of just using pain remedies, you got to use things that's going to help reconstruct the damage. Okay. Uh, so if you're not using collagen and, and uh, copper and other components to repair the collagen in the disc, you're always going to suffer. And you may want to take the analgesic formula and you might want to use the controversial formula that we have in the YouTube channel. What can be done for chronic prostitutes? Can antibiotics? Uh, no. Why would you give? Why would you give an antibiotic for that? That's that's got me a little bit. <laughs> I hope you've been have, haven't been taking any antibiotics. <laughs> you might make, made it worse. There's a formula on my YouTube channel. This is what I'm saying. Like I, you're not looking at any of these links. Some of, those, some of those remedies are right there waiting for you to use. All you got to do is just go to the channel. There's a prostate form on the YouTube channel. Go check it out. Make the stuff. That has helped a lot of people, especially a lot of older guys, in reducing the prostate issue. See how people look at me when I say sugar or grains. Yeah. I know. I, I, I know. I felt... Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, you got to remember, they made that in the, they made that a, to have a drug-like effect. Okay, they had made it to have, uh, to have a drug-like effect. Uh, Lara wants to call in. Okay, oh, hung up already. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? And I and I and I I agree with you, CC. Uh, I write a lot of stuff down, or I type a lot of stuff, or I copy a lot of stuff, and I put it aside. Because we're again, we're getting overloaded with and inundated with a ton of information. So, you know, and I'm I'm giving Mr. Bean a little chewing out so he doesn't waste his time looking at all this junk. And if especially if I really talked about these things on several shows, and then he pops up with this question again, it's like, okay, what's going on with this guy's memory? What's going on with, with you know with the with the brain here? See, we are all loaded with aluminum and strontium and barium and titanium and all kinds of shit coming down from the sky. And all these metals have an impact on our on our physiology. So I get the fact that a lot of people are losing their memory or are having a problem having uh, a functioning brain anymore because of the inundation of all those things. This is why I said you got to be on your game. They're not going to quit, not now, especially if they got the, the general population this far deep into it. You know, I found a German zeolite that especially no nano, but who knows that they, well, generally speaking, if it's a zeolite product, it is nano. The, the terminology they'll use is angstrom particles. Uh, they will use ultrafine particles. They will use mesoscale or they'll use nano. All means the same thing, or monatomic. And monatomic is another term. So, yeah. So, I it, majority of the time, it's uh, 
if you look at every one of them, they're all nanoscaled, you know. Or they may they may put it in a um, uh, microgram scale, but when you actually break the number down, it's nano, you know. It's just like they do with the uh, nano silver, it's, you know, 10 parts per million. It's more like 10 parts per billion. <laughs> so, again, look at, look, again, these are the, these are the definitions of nano, not the, the titles. They can say nanoparticles, mesoscale particles, angstrom particles, monatomic particles, or ultrafine particles. It's all the same thing. And again, it's a, it's a word game that the health food industry will play because people are smartening up on the nano. And, there's, and a lot of people realize that the nano can cause a lot of side effects. <clears throat> you know, uh, well, silica is used as a drying agent. That's why they put it in there. But like I said, you go back to 1960 and they're finding it's causing strand, DNA strand breakage. <clears throat> you know, it, <clears throat> it um, shouldn't be in the diet at all. And you have absolutely no way of breaking it down. And it doesn't pass through your body like they are saying. It passes through your body by bypassing your intestinal tract or your respiratory system and translocating everywhere throughout the body. So it's another one of these things. Again, when you read and you read the research, the actual do documents and the data, not the commercial shit. The commercial guys are telling you, oh, drink the Fuji water. The silica will remove aluminum from, the, from your body. It doesn't remove, doesn't do anything with it. It binds with it. You know, uh, weapons of relaxation, loving, using mostly. Okay. Uh, what would you recommend using for a deep gash in the shin that was caused by the toilet? I would probably put a disinfectant on there, you know, just to make sure nothing got in. I may spray zinc chloride, copper chloride, or I may use the uh, paracetic acid on it. Uh, you could probably you could use serpentine as well. Um, uh, and then again, incorporate more collagen, more vitamin C, more copper, and zinc to make sure you can keep the infection down and allow it to um, grow. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, uh, so that it not grow, so that it can heal and seal, you know. Um, uh, so let me see here. Yeah, the eggs have becoming. Look, the food supply is a weapon. If you actually look up Codex Elementarius, they define food as a drug. And that you're only supposed to have 1% of the actual nutritive value of the food. 1%. So that means there's, you have a 99% deficiency of what you should be getting. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. Uh, collagen, all collagen is is a broken down protein. Okay broken down into amino other peptides. So they will help the body wor uh, work. It's the, it's the metallic material and some of the other stuff that's out there that you got to really be careful about because once it gets into the body, it will integrate into your system. Uh, you know, 
So here we go. What do I look up on YouTube to have for back pain? Uh, on a YouTube channel, type in Herbs Plus Beadworks. H-E-R-B-S-P-L-U-S-B-E-A-D-W-O-R-K-S. Herbs Plus Beadworks. There's 164 videos there. I'm sure there's something there you'll find that will work for you. You know. Um, I'm going to let my dog raise the chicks. She'll protect them. Okay. Uh, I still have a forum. Okay, there we go. Um, somebody says sorry here. Um, uh, how, uh, like Tony said, you notice people. Yeah, I'm seeing that more and more. <clears throat> you know, people that come to the show, send me links that are like three years old, four, two years old. I'm like, okay, and we and we even talked about these topics on the show. And again, they forgot. You know, again, it's not hard to forget. It just, uh, okay, there we go. It's just that we're inundated with so much. And I get that. You know, I do get that. Um, but like I said, when we're talking nanotechnology all the time, and we mention these things, you know, throughout the conversations all the time, these are questions that shouldn't be coming up at all. You know, you should, by now, you should have gotten the fact that this, these products are toxic. No matter who puts them out, if they're on that scale, they're dangerous. That's it. There's all, there's nothing to it. You know, how they make it, what they do is all bullshit. Tony, he's called Mr. Bean for a reason. Have you never seen the TV show? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, uh, diplomatic, <laughs> you know, but he made a point for me. He really did. The idea that he keeps on with these questions in the, in the area of theater and looking up products that we talk about all the time indicates something's wrong there. There's a memory lapse going on, or he's just not, he's just too caught up in the commercializing of this health food industry, or he's being a distraction or trying to be a distraction. I don't, again, I don't know. I'm trying to assume that he's got brain damage or he just needs to grow up a little bit on this, on these topics. Uh, I heard uh, there are over 300 forms of zeal. Yeah, there are. And each one of those forms, are used to filter out things they do work but what you got to read as well is the full details and how they use the zeolite for instance they do use zeolite to filter out soil they remove radiation they remove pollutants they remove chemicals they 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 do work but after they put the zeolite in the soil then they filter out the zeolite because if they leave it in there, it actually it, it actually increases the toxicity because it's concentrated. And when they put it in water, they used to sell a product called Adia Clarity. It was another form of zeolite mm. to filter the water. And it worked. It filtered the water. But what they didn't tell everybody, that because they, they were selling the product like crazy in, in the West here, was that the Japanese also filtered out the zeolite in the water to reverse osmosis system to remove the, again the concentrated toxins that were in the water 
But these things are all on a nano scale, and they may work uh, functionally for certain things, but you shouldn't be consuming any of them. A, you don't know where it's going to wind up going, and B, the nanotechnology will use that material to construct and produce networks in the body. You know, so um, definitely a good idea to download the content. They've been taking down his YouTube. Yeah, it would be a good idea. Uh, um, so it, it definitely would be a good idea. I, anything I put up, you might want to download and, so, and stockpile the information. You know, uh, you never know when that may come in handy in the future. Yeah, we may not have access to a lot of things we have today. I put in today another formula to make your own copper chloride or copper acetate. Basically, all you need is three components, vinegar, peroxide, and salt, as well as copper. Mm. You ratio out the peroxide with the vinegar one to one. You add the copper to it, and you have copper acetate. You add salt to it, and you saturate the salt, and you repeat the process several times, and then you have copper chloride. So you can make your own copper chloride, and I'm, and I'm sure you could do that with just about any other element. It's a lot of and salt, and if you put salt through an electrolysis, you can make your own uh, <clears throat> sodium hypochlorite. So there are ways and means that we can still continue to uh, uh, come up with things uh, in regarding to having things to fight off whatever. Okay, the peracetic acid, vinegar, and peroxide. As long as you can get peroxide, or if you can make your own peroxide, which I haven't found yet, but if I can, I'll find it. Uh, we can see how we can do it. We can make our own peroxide because you can make vinegar easy enough. You got another biocide that can, again, keep you pretty well on your feet. Where can I buy the yellow tint for the my car windshield and the car to protect? Um, I don't know what you have in your area. They got a lot of these stores that sell end run stuff. And you can go online and type in uh, yellow visor sun visor uh on the internet uh i think amazon and amazon may carry it too um so we got here Let's see here uh in the show last last of us they explained that the infection broke out through people eating bread cereals pancakes and flowers again truth in the moves well you know what that would make sense since they've loaded all the bread products in the world, whether they be rice, pasta, cookies, cakes, pastries, pies, uh, whether you're talking bread, cereal, all kinds of cereals, old barley, rye, buckwheat, quinoa, uh, teff, you know, corn. Like I said, the nanotechnology loves this stuff, loves it, loves it immensely. And when you, okay, uh, today I'm going to play it. Oh, I got a video. We're going to listen to it. And in this video, 
They take a hot dog, a hot dog. Now, hot dogs are just shit food. They're at the bottom, bottom of the food chain as far as food goes. You can, for a time, survive on it. But again, it's not something you want to live on. Uh, uh, well, calcium carbonate, or, uh, sorry, magnesium carbonate is very difficult to break down. Because you see that word carbon in there? It makes it very, very difficult to break down. So if you add an acid to it, you can change it. Citric acid, acetic acid, ascorbic acid, you can make the changes, making it apply, applicable. So you, if you do that, then just use it like normal um, normal magnesium. Uh, so they took a hot dog and they sliced off a piece and they put it under a microscope. Guess what they saw? They saw nano assembly fibers. You know, remember years ago they were talking about rope worms. And we got rope worms in the body. Those weren't rope worms. And I was saying back then they weren't rope worms. That these were fullerene assembly. When you see the hot dog, you see all kinds of shit in the hot dog. That's why I said we're not we're no longer eating any organic. Anyone who still thinks we're eating organics today, like I said, is either blind in one eye, can't see out the other, or is severely, severely, severely brain damaged. You know, there's no way we're eating anything organic today. And matter of fact, we're hardly eating anything today that has any real value anymore, you know. Um yeah. you also give us a lot of information that you've been studying for 30 years. Some of us are just and I and I get that, Vicky. I do get that, you know. And I understand that. But when somebody's repetitively asking the same questions over and over, okay, that's telling me they're not even taking the time to read. Now I get I'm giving people a lot of information, and a lot of people are reading this information. And I get it when they ask me a question because they're not sure about certain details, and that, then that's fine. You know. But when somebody's repeatedly asking me something about nanotechnology that we talk about here all the time. That's when it becomes a little, that's when it makes me wonder. Okay, that's when it makes me wonder. And I did, and I did say we are, we are being inundated with a lot of data. I mean, okay, even on the last show, I bet you I must have had over 10 links in there. You know, and I don't expect everybody to read all these things all the time uh, at one time, but at least look at them because this information that I'm giving a lot of the people today. You got to start to keep up to the best you can because if you start getting behind, they're going to hit us with something, and it may be covered in the show. And if you're not, if you haven't read it, then you won't even neutralize or negate anything. You know, and when I and again when we do a show, you know, <laughs> on a topic, and someone brings that back up to me, then my question is, what's going on with their head? How? Why? Not why. Well, what's why is why is this happening? I do know. It's, again, we're getting hit with freak, we're getting barraged with frequencies. That's causing brain damage. We're getting barraged with a lot of things. We're eating a lot of shit that we should, still shouldn't be eating. A lot of people are still eating crap they shouldn't be eating. Some people get to a point and they lift, they throw their hands in the air and, they, and say, "Okay, I quit. I can't keep up with it because it's too much." Wait till the real battle starts. Wait till the real battle. So if you think this is too much, you're gonna get you're just gonna get plowed right under. This is at least will give you a fighting chance. This is the idea where I'm doing I do these shows and I do the uh and the other things that we show. 
And I even put formulas, lots of formulas as well. So the serapeptase eats scar tissue uh, in an eyeball. I wouldn't put it in my eye, no. <laughs> um, I would take it orally, but I would take small amounts of it, either a 20,000 SU units or a 40,000 SU units, and do that five times a day. That's That equates to 10 to 20 milligrams. And do that every three hours with vitamin C and maybe with a sulfur of some kind, MSM or garlic. You may see that improved that way, but don't put it directly on the eye. This is a, this is a prolytic enzyme. It's not going to, uh, uh, what's the term, Differ, differentiate the protein. You can wind up damaging the eye if you do it that way. Okay. Um, It, it does eat dead tissue. They used to use that. They used to use uh, trypsin as well. But again, something like your eye is not someplace I would put it direct. Again, eat it, eat it, and consume it. You know, every uh, Nutra, what is it? Nutribi Nutribiotic, I believe, sells at 20 to 40 uh, 20,000 SU units or 40,000. But I read the label because I don't remember if they got silicon in it or not. But they're one of the few companies that you can buy a low-dose serapeptase, uh, which I don't understand why they, they jumped it up so high. Because it can cause thinning of the blood. It can work like a like a, some of the pharmaceuticals. So, again, smaller doses throughout the day, is, your body can handle that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, where do you go? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I got people that call me up and tell me they got a folder full of stuff that I've uh, talked about in, in over time. Have have my parasitic in a week uh, old store in a dark glass bottle? Do you think it's still? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Shake it up and, and use it. Any natural hearing loss something for, for help? Depends what the cause of it is. You can try sunflower lecithin since phosphorus is a very important factor for the ears to function. You know, again, do that several times a day. And again, watch your diet. You know, bread, pasta, rice, cereal, you know, all that crap, buckwheat, quinoa, eliminate uh, yucca root flour or cassava flour. Yeah, you can use that. Um, mind you, if you're using a yucca root uh, for flour or cassava flour, uh, it ain't going to rise too too good. You're definitely going to have to add some kind of protein to it, whether it be a whey protein or um, uh, a milk protein or an egg because it just it doesn't rise. I've tried it. It's good if you want to make a pizza. You can have a nice soft crust, put your tomato paste and all that stuff on there and bake it. But as far as getting it to rise, I don't use yeast uh, in my bread, so... I used to use baking soda, and I usually add a little citric acid to get it uh, start off getting it gassy. Um, it'll rise up maybe two to three inches. That's it. That's about as far as it's going to go. Um, you know, hot dog. Well, you know, they used to have a song about that. <laughs> you know. Uh, Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, if you're if you're going to make the copper chloride with those ingredients, you have to add copper to it. That's that's the chemical solution required for you to make the copper to so break it down into a into a solution. So yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing I got to try to figure out for all of you. You you um, you guys have to start thinking in a different way. I don't know how to help you achieve that. You got to learn to try to extrapolate and then follow through with your hypothesis when you extrapolate something and look for the research to see if you can find anything valid in regarding to your extrapolation. You know, um, uh, you know what I mean? Because the idea is this is what everyone's doing. This is how you've been trained to do things. You read a sentence and you read it line after line after line. And you don't stop. You just accept these as facts. You're accepting everything as fact as you read them. That has some merit. It also has some drawbacks. The, the merit is it exposes you to the information. The drawback is it puts you to sleep and you're not and you don't think okay extrapolate meaning if you see something uh if you see something and you're reading something then and then start thinking in terms of right now what are we dealing with right now we're dealing with frequencies we're dealing with genetics we're dealing with nanobiotech okay these are the three big ones that we're dealing with right now Okay. We're dealing with, uh, on a political level, global events where you got the uh, those in charge trying to kill you. Okay, They want to starve you. They want to infect you. They want to alter your genetic code. So these are things that we know are going on. You're putting blue lights on the street to affect your uh, your uh, brain physiology because with a blue light you can control uh, specific brain centers. Imagine you go into a place and they got blue lights and all of a sudden they turn them on and resonate a frequency and it affects your brain. Now you got a riot going on. Nobody knows why they're fighting. So when you start reading these things. You start reading something in the health food industry, for instance. Let's just go there. That's a real easy one. And you're reading about a product that does 5,000 million things. And then you read what you should be reading. Then you read the ingredient list. And your ingredient list is saying it's got soy of some kind. TVP, HVP, AVP. That's all soy. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, textured vegetable protein, uh, autolyzed vegetable protein. These are all soy. Okay. Artificial natural flavors. These we know are, are peptides from aborted babies. So you got two things right there that you're looking at. It's like, wow, why is that in my vitamin? Now you got silica, silicon, silicon dioxide, silica. You got coloring agents, red number blue or aluminum lake. Another one, aluminum lake, aluminum, that's aluminum. Titanium is in there, you know. So you realize that there are some things in there that shouldn't be there. Um, okay, these are things that you may want to 
again, this is where you, you come in and start thinking and extrapolating. Why, why is that there? Why should, and should I be taking this? You know, knowing that this is, can cause side effects. Mark, you in? Oh, shit. Am I in the microphone? All right. Well, you are now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Let me try to turn it off for you. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to kill this out real quick. My phone's freezing. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no worries, no worries. No, no, no harm done. You said if you're on the phone, oh, you are now. <laughs> Hold on a second. See if I can. Um... Can you turn it off for me? Yeah, I, I, I got to figure out how to do it here. I'm, okay, here we go. That's that. Nope. Okay, I, I'll just connect you. We're gone. We're good. Okay. <laughs> That's a good question. Am I on the phone? You are now. <laughs> Is there any different copper types? Which ones uh, are used for what condition? They're all used pretty much for the same condition. It's just a delivery you're looking at. The chlorides, for instance, are utilized for, for cells. It's a cellular, it's a cellular delivery. A phosphorus or a uh, uh, is another one that could be used for a cellular delivery. A citrate, a malate will be utilized in a tissue delivery. That's usually when you're looking at citrates and malates, it takes things into the tissue. So when you're looking at a lot of these things, it's not the copper component, it's the how it's combined and what it's combined with to create the chemical reaction that we're looking at. For instance, if I co combine copper and zinc, I produce an, an antioxidant called superoxide dismutase and an enzyme called catalase. But again, you get this information as you keep on reading and developing. And, and again, it's not going to come overnight. But again, if you, if you just get on copper and zinc alone, and you look at the research on what it can do. Now, you'll also find side effects to some of this stuff, too. But you got to also remember, you have other mechanisms in your body that can neutralize those side effects. Or you can take other things in, uh, with these things in conjunction to, again, neutralize things. So, for instance, people are taking peroxide as an alternative to uh, oxygenating their bodies, killing cancers, or doing whatever. But... Peroxide has a pro-oxidant effect as well. That pro-oxidant effect causes gray hair and can cause damage. It can actually take you to cancer. It can cure or kill it or, or cause it. So to neutralize the peroxide, I will take high levels of vitamin C or copper to neutralize the peroxides that this is forming. And again, you can see this when you do a lot of the research, right? You'll find that stuff. So... Again, and this is what I'm saying. When we're looking at things, think in terms of what you're doing why, and what, we're, what is your environment. How is your environment killing you? Okay. How is your environment killing you? Because everyone's environment is killing them in whatever way they're, they're living in. We're no longer living like we did 20, 30 years ago. 40 years ago, 40 years ago, I can go gra grab a blade of grass off the ground and I didn't have to worry too much, but that was something was in it that was detrimental. But on the same token, today I wouldn't do that. 40 years ago, I'd walk down the street, we got mulberry trees, right? Grab a mulberry and eat it right off the tree. Same with, a, same with a cherry or plum or a pear or a peach or an apple. Today, I look at the fruit that's hanging on the tree, it looks like somebody mutated them. You know, um, so um, there you go. You found it. Okay, there you go. Um, 
So like I said, when we're looking at stuff, if I can if I can somehow help that, then this will eliminate this wandering into these, these other arenas that really have very little merit and cause nothing but a waste of time. It's good when they introduce certain things, but then you start researching things. Now, if you can't find a lot of information on the topic you're looking at, then you know what you do? You don't take anything until more information comes out. I was buying uh, Almond Breeze almond milk for a long time. And I would read the label because uh, some of the labels had, um, uh, what the hell did they have? Um, artificial flavor in them and some didn't. Some had vanilla and some had artificial flavor or some had some kind of soy component to it and some didn't. So the ones that didn't have it in it, I was assuming that it was based on the label. They didn't put it in. And other ones that they did have it in it, they, they put it in there. So I looked at the products and again, I, that's what I would do. But again, I'm only going by what the label is telling me at that point. You know, um, so the idea here is, like I said, you read it and you start thinking. Myself as a male, I don't encourage soy to any male at all. Fermented or otherwise, that's fermented stuff is just bullshit, you know. So, because again, I'm looking at the male physiology and I'm not trying to compromise another man by lowering his testosterone and incorporating more estrogen into his system. I don't recommend soy for women either because of the, estrogen is, the estrogens in it, the woman's biology doesn't recognize them and they can cause mutations and cause cancer. And it is a cancer-causing product. So all this shit about soy and the safety of soy and drinking soy milk and tofu and you know, drinking the boost and the, all those canned protein, you know, they're garbage. I wouldn't even feed them to an animal, you know? Uh, yeah. And again, I'm not worried about it coming from a black mold. I could care less. Okay. Because the citric acid is going to still be citric acid. It's not going to cause any problems for you. Okay. If you take the mold, you're going to have a problem. But when you extract it from the citric acid, it's purified. And all you got to do is look at the MSDS and citric acid. Doesn't matter where, it is, where it's sourced. You know, and, it, and there are other things you're eating. For instance, you're eating cheese. Cheese is, again, uh, depending on how it's made, some of it is made with mold. Uh, when you look at some of the uh, uh, nootropic products like rye. They make paracetamol out of the mold from from uh, from the rye. It has a component in it that when it uh, hits the rye, it, ch it changes its chemical composition. So I don't have a problem with some of the things that they're, again, talking about. So I have a problem with because no matter what you do to it, it's just shit, no matter how you look at it. And when you talk to farmers, uh, friends of mine talked to once uh, one, a couple of years back in Sarnia, he says, nothing will go near it anyway. Nothing. He says, bugs won't go near it. Bees won't go near it. Birds don't go near it. Cattle don't, doesn't go near it. Deer doesn't. It's just, it's one of those plants that God put out on the planet as a natural pesticide. <laughs> it's what it looks to me anyway. <clears throat> and they want to eat this shit. So, um, like I said, you just sort of got to kind of look at things 
and extrapolate. Okay, I live in an industrial area. I got chemtrails falling down on me every day. I got overcast cloud cover, which means that they're doing some kind of shit up in the atmosphere. They're firing over the ground waves uh, through Ontario and through Michigan, which is where I happen to be. I get, I'm getting it from both ends. So I got frequencies I got to deal with. I got uh, nanites coming down from the sky I got to deal with. Okay, my food supply, okay, for the most part, what I'm buying is, is again, uh, as clean as I possibly can get it, which means that I still have to treat the food or neutralize what I'm eating because I know that my food supply will have some kind of nanotechnology in it. Okay, may have some kind of, okay, if I'm eating meat and, I, and if I'm not getting it from the farm or if I can't get to the farm and buying it from the store, then I know the stuff I'm getting at the store, for instance, I buy veal. Because oh, you buy veal. Yep, I buy veal because veal is supposed to have the least amount of toxins because it's because it's a young cow. Now, mind you, I cannot find milk-fed veal anymore. So all this shit I'm buying is grain-fed. I know that meat's got shit in it. Soy and nano and maybe antibiotics. So I treat the meat or I neutralize the meat with the, uh, the way I prepare it and how I eat it. See, that's how I think, and that's how I think you should be thinking. The air is not too much we can do with unless you want to wear an oxygen mask. Okay, but that's not realistic, not right now, not yet. We'll be wearing spacesuits pretty soon. <laughs> then they'll really call you a uh, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> What's best for blemishes and hyperpigmentation? Blemishes, I was just reading, calcium, believe it or not, they found that calcium deficiency can cause blemishes. Now, it depends if the blemishes are not are as a result of nano uh, particles that are, um, that can be, uh, again, your body might be pushing through the skin. Hyperpigmentation, what do you mean? The skin is darker, thicker? What are you referencing there? Usually, if that's the case, uh, it's usually a PABA deficiency or your body's not converting folic acid properly. So you may want to use PABA, PABA and B5. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to make the colloidal copper. I have three volt adapter that I connect to a copper wire that are not touching. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, you may not have enough power. Uh, yeah, again, uh, um, scorbic acid should work, but you're going to make it. You're going to wind up making the copper scorbate. How much? How much of the acid are you working? You may not have enough power going through there. My, I'm running usually a 12 volt um, minimal 12 volt power supply. It might be putting pushing out two to two to four amps. Because you got to remember, the copper is going to have some resistance, right? So if you're hitting it with only a three volt uh, adapter, um, look at your amps. If your amps is, is in the micro level, then it ain't, ain't going to push through it. Um, and that may be the reason why you're having that problem. Um, when we did our video on the silver, I think we had uh, five or six nine volt batteries. That's 54 volts we were running through that, through the line there, and to get the copper to show. 
But then I realized what happens in a short period of time, those batteries bleed out very quickly. So that's 54 volts. There may have been maybe an amp or two amps running through there. So it was working because it, it could get past the resistance of the metal. Okay, so you may need to incorporate more. Try a 9-volt adapter. It may have minimal amps, but you're going to have more voltage, and you may see better success. Uh, I agree with you, Tony. Uh, you know, so... Um, well, you know what? This is the other interesting thing about the extrapolation aspect of it, okay? So you're extrapolating. You have an idea, you know, this may do this, this may do that, or this may not do this, this may not do that, or this may hurt me, this may not hurt me, right? So we're extrapolating now. But you know what this does lead to doing too as well? This leads you to experiment. And through your experimentation, that's when you learn. That's when you can actually see the manifestation of what you're extrapolating. Okay. And sometimes you may, if you're trying to achieve a specific, uh, a specific effect on what you're trying to do, and it doesn't work the first time or the second time, it may lead you to further experiment to get that desired effect you're looking for. And now you've developed something on your own because basically when you start working on something, it will lead you on its own. Okay, you get to a certain point, it doesn't work and you start speaking Canadian and then you go look for something else that you might want to incorporate to see if that's going to get you in the direction you're going to. I'm telling you, you will learn far more than just reading. When you read, you're basically being entertained. Okay, you're basically being entertained. It's when you start actually looking at what you're doing, getting an idea, and then following through that idea to see what's going on. And that's when you start to really learn. That's when you start becoming more autonomous. That's when you start becoming more adventurous. This is when you start becoming an explorer. You know what I mean? And this, and then some, then you can share with me your findings. And I, and again, I'll learn and benefit from your experience. So you're learning and benefiting from my experience. You know, and the, the biggest thing I'm trying to get everybody to do is to start thinking in a little different way than you've been accustomed to thinking. Like I said, when you sit there and you read something and all you're doing is just accepting what you're reading, not challenging anything, you know, on any level. Carbon C60 was, like I said, when it first came out, I, was, I shot it right away because I knew that it was a nano product, number one, number two. And again, at that time, there was not that much on, on carbon C60. But based on the information I already had, and I knew it was already a dangerous product because of the material uh, being a superconductor. And then when we put it into the fish and the, fish, the zebra fish's uh, fetuses all got wiped out, then they blamed the tooling they used to clean it up. <laughs> that told me that the carbon made the tooling stronger. That's what it told me. But anyway, so when you say if you adjust, do copper and zinc, which copper are you talking about? That's where I get copper. Get copper anywhere. Pretty copper you can buy at any place, you know. Uh raw copper. Copper, copper tubing. Copper should be at a 999.999 purity. So uh 
No, not chlor copper. Oh, you're talking about okay. Let's see if I got it. So when you say you just to do copper and zinc, what copper? The copper you can make either doing a. Uh, I'd probably tell you make chlorides. They're a lot easier than than the than the um, uh, electrolysis. Uh, but any copper you, you make, okay, say you make a chloride of copper, then make a chloride of zinc and use them together, you know. Uh, make a copper chloride. Again, it's a lot easier. And zinc chloride, use them together. You know, if you don't want to make it that way, then, again, look at what's available on the market. You know, you could probably buy copper sulfate, copper scorbate, copper citrate, copper phosphate, you know, and then encapsulate it. Copper is the same no matter how you cut it, okay? Once you get the copper in the, in the raw state, then you can change it. You can do stuff with it, you know. If you don't want to do that way, you can just go get uh, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll per tablespoon gives you 100 milligrams of sodium uh, copper. So what I tell people to do is take a teaspoon of it, which gives you a um, 33 uh, milligrams of copper. Do it several times a day if you have a problem with your, in your health. So there are other options, you know, that you have. Uh, when you could eat from the tree God made for us. Yeah, well, those days are gone right now. Um, uh, we got here. Before you eat your, your uh, before you use it, if you see it not working, then increase the dose. Okay. Um and what's your thought on blue cheese? I refuse to eat it eat because I see it rotten. Um, blue cheese might be. I uh, yeah. Look, think about that one. Blue cheese, I believe, is a mold. Uh, some kind of mold in it. Uh, I don't eat it either, but because I don't like the way it tastes. But um, you know, I prefer a sharp cheese or a. Um, a full body cheese, I guess. But again, yeah, I think that the blue stuff you're seeing is a mold. I'm not sure. I'd have to go look that up. Uh, tell me, our raw milk went bad in less than five days. Is that kind? Of, yeah, pr pretty much. Uh, depending on what they fed the cow, uh, it will cave in on itself. Uh, I think the longest I've ever was able to hold uh, uh, cow's milk straight from a cow's tit was about eight to ten days. That's it. You know, if you haven't drunk it up by then. Then um, I would turn it into yogurt or into cheese. I would just add some vinegar or some uh, some acid to it, citric acid, and make either ricotta out of it or cheese uh, or um, cottage cheese. Uh, wow, you're down under there, uh, H. You know they're gonna they're gonna hit you guys first. They're already talking about hitting New Zealand. By uh, August this year, spraying spraying their fields and injecting their cows. You had Silly Billy down there, I think, last week, talking about car, cow farts. Are you effing kidding me? The, the cow farts. <laughs> cows are going to pass gas. They eat all that fiber. They're going to be farting. That's all nitrogen anyway. So that actually benefits the the, um, <clears throat> the field. You know. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, let's see here.
There you go. Not enough power. Yeah, not enough power. It doesn't. Like I said, the copper would have its own resistance as well, right? Plus the water. Um, uh, so can you try freezing it? If you haven't tried that, freeze mine. Uh, yeah. Um, I used to drink mine every day, first thing in the morning. So I was drinking about 16 ounces of it. So mine didn't last very long. So I never had uh, it spoil. <laughs> And I used to mix a raw egg with mine, and I was mixing uh, wheat germ oil with mine, and I would add iodine to it, and um, sometimes I would add um, uh, either glutamine or some other amino acid profile with it, and you know, and that would hold me all day long. I mean, all day. I would get up in the morning by seven, I'd have that drunk down, and I wouldn't eat till about three o'clock in the afternoon. I just had no appetite, you know. And my muscles got thick and huge. And I, you know, went back to muscle memory. Um, uh, uh, yeah, there we go. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, well, yeah, use the pipe. The pipe, if you look at the copper pipe on a, on a, in a hardware store, they should be on 999, 0.999. They should be all 0.999. So, uh, and you can go on, um, you can go on Amazon, and you can buy a copper uh, powder, uh, and it's pure copper. Make sure it's pure copper, uh, and you can order it. And you can just, you know, put a powdered copper into the solution. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a solid copper in like a solid pipe or solid metal, but you can. Um, any kind of copper that's 0.999 impurity, you can use it, you know. So, let me see here. Yeah, there you go. So, I am in, I am on the Oregon coast. It's, um, Really? I'm on the Oregon coast in a small community. Vacation now. We still have the same assault on the civilians plus the bunker fuel they dump to create weather. Uh, I see people letting their children run into the ocean knowing poisons that the Navy dumps into it. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, memory and brain damage. <laughs> Tony, if I put a tinfoil in the sole of my shoes, does this help me ground, or do I need to have it flat surface on the floor? No, it'll, it'll, you can ground that way. There are people that will deny that, but you do you do ground. If you, um, uh, your shoes are on the ground, so it should help you ground, uh, ground. but um, we did something with copper, and we had to have a piece of copper touching the earth as well, because you do build up a charge, and that could, um, that could um, hold it in you too. Uh, but the copper we were using that seemed to help, and then we showed how to make a copper aluminum uh, pad. You can put the put your pad on the ground, and step on the copper that's attached to the aluminum, and you discharge that way too. Um, 
And then there's a portable ground where you connect something to your skin and have something connected to a belt so that so that the juice has somewhere to go. Uh, yeah. You know, he just came out a couple of days ago. We did a show, right? And he's got, he's saying now that the vaccines didn't work. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. And now we're going to have a new and improved vaccine. It's all bullshit. All these people that keep on getting these injections are just getting program upgrades. That's all they're getting. You know, and again, it'll be only a, uh, a matter of time. We're going to see them all pretty well bite the biscuit, you know. And you know what? I don't have any issue with that anymore. <laughs> the way I look at it, you know, um, you're um, if you're not willing to take the time to read and look at what Moderna is saying about their stuff and what Pfizer is saying about this stuff and Janssen Janssen was saying about this stuff and AstraZeneca was saying about this stuff, then you know what? More for me. That's how I'm looking at it today. All right, I'm going to play a little something here. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to look for something else. Hold on one second. Here we go. Graphene is my best bet for the next disruptive technology. For the next disruptive technology. QBE has warned that the use of graphene could have a number of side effects on human health. Scientists have suggested the material could potentially get into the human body with ease. Oh. Yeah, the hamburger. Hot dog graphene. Okay, here they're showing the hot dog. Hold on. This is dispensing this gel that has graphene oxide. I, I, why I'm doing this? Why a citizen should be doing this in Canada? Isn't this a job for Health Canada? Things are dangerous. This is unacceptable. I, I wanted to tell them if they are watching this, they will be accountable. We the people will take the power back and we will make tribunals and punish anybody who will be complicit at this. This project started because the government was interested in developing better ways for us to connect to the brain. So we have this massive amount of data coming in, massive amount of data trying to go out. And they've been thinking, how can we make it more efficient for us to communicate? Normally, when we think about tapping into people's brains, we're like, whoa, hold on a minute. Like, I don't want to have some kind of surgical implant or microchip or something like that. Um, and it's really not a, a viable way forward if we're just talking about a healthy subject or a healthy person, healthy soldier trying to control his or her drone better. And so given this fact that we want to be able to communicate more quickly with our external device, we don't want to have surgery. Can we come up with a non-surgical way? And with that, John Mark from Haydale based in the UK, John Mark, if you want to go ahead and um, start using the screen, and we're going to hear about Haydale's extensive experience in the field of functionalizing graphene. Whereas, if we can functionalize the material, we will see the correct compatibility with the formulation and interaction with the matrix. I happen to stumble across something that's really mind-boggling, so this next part, get ready. I was looking up 
this whole thing with graphene. And guess what I found? Check this out. Plasmons and demons in graphene. Well, how chicken and turkey fish is even deeper than we thought. Let me read you more of it. Says besides the higher frequency mode, which is familiar plasmon, which is basically quantum light of the optical light. Graphene should support a lower frequency mode, which is variously referred to as the sound acoustic plasma and energy wave as we prefer the demon. The demon can be studied using a relativistic hydrodynamic approach. We discuss linear and nonlinear phenomena enabled by the demons and how they're observed in nano optic experiments. We're talking, this is from Harvard EU not just some random website. So again, this is what they're putting out. And symbolically show Greta Thunberg on one of the magazines with black goo on her face. Looks just like graphene. Why would they do that? This is symbolic in a dark way, in this dark reality we face. And there's gonna be more cleansing needed than just detox. They're also using plasma frequencies to make it more impermeable and more basically submerging. We'll show you that. These machines are developed, ready for high volume manufacturing. You can see in the final cut of this video, we have a high volume, stable plasma, consistently treating graphene and functionalizing the surface. The vial on the left demonstrates the graphene challenge well. Now, industry have been working with this, overcoming it either with high loading, additives such as surfactants, high shear mixing, and other methods. These all increase cost and manufacturing and uh, impact and quality. On the right is the same material, same amount, treated with our HT60 lab scale reactor. This is less power than the kettle. Now, this is the required functional groups that want to interact with the matrix, thus the property of graphene is unlocked functionalized power supplier. The graphene challenge requires more of a wider scope of understanding. DARPA calls it transhumanism, military transhumanism. But in an interesting way, this is actually part and parcel of the whole movement towards robotics. It's not only making individual warfighters comfortable with robots, it's this idea of coupling man and machine and merging humans and machines. And DARPA is doing that with programs now with uh, what they call biohybrids, which people might call cyborgs. You know, they're able to actually control a rats through a labyrinth remotely because they've implanted electrodes in its brain. They can do the same with a moth. DARPA in 2014 created a steerable moth by inserting electrodes in the pupa stage of the moth, which then transformed. The wings came out and the, uh, the, this part of the machinery is now part of the animal system. DARPA is able to steer them off. Okay, so have a sanitary napkin here. See how thin it is. All right. Um, you notice it's got the, it has the 3D sides on it. The sides are amazing, the protective sides, okay? Now, if you notice, nothing happens, right? It's a seven watt light bulb. If you take it, you open this up. Here's the strip. Nothing happens. 
Once it gets wet, put it in the water. Once the, the graphene is infused, strip, boom, it works. So, All right, what are we looking at here? So based on everything that we talked about last time and what we've just seen, uh, what would you say that this is similar to what we've just seen? Oh, now this is Z. Okay, this is some gal from Australia. This she's a dingbat. <laughs> she really is a dingbat, you know. And she's bringing on a lot of people there. And I think she's probably causing more damage than she is of any value. To be honest with you, um, all I see here is bringing people on and further confuse people with the uh, with this whole um, graphene thing. And they got everybody fixated on this graphene. Okay. We are dealing with a variety of nanoparticles that when they incorporate, create circuitry in the body. This is something they haven't got to that yet. They haven't even come close to that yet. I find 99.9 cent uh Rotometo copper, copper shop. Uh yeah, if it's if it's uh if it's pure copper, why not? Scrap copper. I mean, I, I cut copper all the time. I got copper, I got a copper sheet. Um I went to a roofing company because they were they had copper there. It was a pure copper, so I I bought a sheet of it, and uh, that's what I use. Um, so, you know, um, if if I gave you a remedy for a particular condition, usually three every three hours, which equates to about five times a day usually, you know. Uh, I've now heard about, I can, okay. Um, when fucking, when do we get redeemed from here? Okay, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, yes, this shit will piss you off. Not sure. uh, okay. Movie tip uh, uh, for you all. Monsters of Man. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, I've seen it. That'll give you a good idea where we're at right now. Uh, there was another one I just saw, which also was similar to that. Um, Jingyi, I think it was called. Jingyi. Uh, it's like a Chinese version of this, but it 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 took it took uh, where monsters of man left off, and it took it to the next level. I thought, holy jumping! So they're moving really quick with the development of robots to contain the population or whatever's left of the population. Um, uh, so there was another question here. Someone asked me about vitamins. I think, what was it? Um, get back here. Not sure who asked me about them. Let's see here. I'm trying to find the other. There was one question. Oh, Tony, you ever thought of doing a show with the most needed supplements or supplies? That's a tough one because, again, it's all based on the environment. There's fundamental vitamins you need, like B12, B3, B1, B2, uh, B4, B5, uh, folic acid, inositocholine is a B complex. There's your basic fundamental electrolytes that you need. You know, from your calcium, magnesium, potassium, sodium, chlor chloride, uh, zinc, copper, selenium. These are all essential. Uh, but again, 
depending on the level and the rate you may need, will be determined by the um, by your environment and how deficient you are. Women need more iron, for instance. Uh, guys need more selenium. Women need more iodine. So just just a generality. You know, uh, women need the iodine to convert the estrogens properties. The men need the iodine as well for that as well. But they need more selenium to protect their, their reproductive uh, system and their testicles. It also regulates a man's heart. B12, everybody needs to, make, to maintain neural, neural connections and uh, signaling pathways to function correctly. You know, B3, again, per, again keeps the brain in, in the proper functioning capacity. So, again, it all depends on where you're at. See, this is where, again, a consultation will come in place because, again, um, you know, what you may be involved, may be exposed to, I may not be here. You know, and again, that could have a different impact on your health as opposed to um, what I may have going on here. Let's say you're in an area where you're completely depleted of iodine in the soil, where you're not going to get in the food. So if you're not going to get in the food, then you're going to have to get it through a supplement. Or you will, you will wind up having uh, brain fog and uh, lethargic, being very lethargic. You may, have, you may wind up getting cancers in the breast or ovaries. Or you may have endometriosis because you don't have the iodine there to convert the estrogen. Um, so, like I said, that's a pretty tough one um, to, to do a show on because uh, everyone has different variables that you have to take in consideration. You know, one size doesn't fit all. Uh, it really doesn't. Um, okay, let's see here where we are. I think um, I have some black strap molasses. What is it good for? Best way to consume it. I didn't. I never use black strap molasses. Um, like I said, I was doing some research on it here, and as far as I'm, I can see, it's nothing but sludge. So I wouldn't use. I don't use it, uh, and I don't. And I don't encourage the use of it either. Um, how about teaching a weekly class? You know, I already got. I'm already overwhelmed now. <laughs> maybe I might do some, maybe something of a seminar nature. Uh, yeah, uh, who is it? Uh, shit, who is the guy now? Yeah, Thunder Oaks is opening up a forum. Uh, maybe we could work something out there uh, where for a small fee or slight fee, I can do something like that. Because like I said, my time is very constrained. It's very hard. Uh, even what I'm doing there are day, like today I was like behind, the more I chased, the more behind I got. So, um, these, you gotta remember, these things take a lot of time and preparation. So I got all kinds of data on different things. I got a variety of different topics I could talk about. But like I said, um, that's, that's, um, there you go. www.oaks.nu, I think. NU, yep. Why don't you do, why don't you do your concoctions? You're really good at them and, sh and shielding. I'm not sure who you're talking to. <laughs> if you're talking to me, I already got videos on the shielding and stuff. 
uh, like I said, even getting to do those these days is, is becoming a challenge. Uh, uh, like I said, I got a new thing I got to put out yet. I haven't had a chance to get to yet. So like I said, it's, it's a time factor. Tony, uh, were you serious about the cattle prod? Would it affect the nano? Yeah, putting the, if you hit the cattle prod with uh, a jolt on your meat and on some of the stuff and you let it soak, you might be surprised what comes out of it. You have to understand your meat is a protein and protein has water in it. And it has, and again, these, these cows that are eating today, what they're eating today, uh, well, I mean, you're not going to, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not spiking yourself with a prod. The prod's only putting out 5,000 volts, five to 7,000 volts. My capacitor puts out way more than that, about 10,000, 15,000 volts. Again, it, excuse me, it boils down to the amps. They're not putting out any amps. All you're getting is a voltage charge. So unless you got a pacemaker or something, and then even then, you know, as long as you're not putting it directly on the chest, you should be fine. You're, you're, you're electric, you're spiking your meat is what you're doing, you know. Unless you're talking about discharging the um, discharging the jumping, then yeah, if you got a, if you got an implant, maybe you might not want to use that. Uh, uh, strokes has nothing to do with the heart. Strokes have to do with blockages in the blood vessels. Okay, so again, uh, if the heart's fine, you can do it. If you got a, if you got a stroke or if you got damage from a stroke. And you should be using an acetone and B3 to re to repair that. Uh, but you got it. Yeah, you, you're not you're not going to disengage this any in any other way. You know, it's going to take an electrical charge of some kind or an electromagnetic pulse of some kind in order to disengage. You're dealing with technology. You're dealing with a synthetic biology that is embedded in you and is assembling. So. Uh, conventionally, there's no other way to get that out. What about the prod to the cell? Again, you can, it's only 5,000 volts. If you touched your leg, it'll, it'll send a surge through the body. It should disengage whatever you've been exposed to. I got people using these things all the time with, very, with no negative effect. Like I said, it's the amps you got to look at. One amp can kill you. So if you're down below one amp, you know, 0 0.3, 0 0.2 amp, you're not going to have any problems. You shouldn't have any problems. Uh, you know, so how do you take care of those blockages? Uh, enzymes, first place you go is enzymes. Second place you go is, uh, well, it's not second place you go. You can use some form of um, a saponin or you can use even a uh, lecithin, sunflower lecithin. You also want to take bioflavonoids to repair the damaged blood vessels or capillaries. The reason why you have a stroke is because you're having a hardening of the arteries. And that's not coming from cholesterol. That's coming from plaque from eating sugar. What the cholesterol does is it tries to, to uh, reduce the free radicals of the sugar and they, get, and they become oxidized. And as a result of that oxidation, you have, you have blood vessel damage. Again, you don't have the circulation going to the brain like it's supposed to, thereby you're not having enough oxygen, and the nutrients that are supposed to be getting into the brain do not get there. 
so it can't heal. So the one thing you want to avoid is sugar, any form of sugar, bread, pasta, rice, cereal, oat, barley, buckwheat, you know, eliminate all that. Quinoa. Uh, okay. I think I got, got it. I try to find it. Okay. A taser would be overkill. Unless you reduce the taser down to about 10,000 volts or 15,000 volts, not a good idea. You know, I don't know sometimes if these things are putting out anything more than 10,000 volts. I, um, I got one of those uh, DC to DC step up, a little black thing, and I was playing with it and I accidentally touched it and it gave me a jolt. It's, it scared me more than anything, but it did, it did run a charge through me. Uh, do I use a cattle? No, I don't use a cattle prod on myself. I'm using a spike, the spike device I built. Uh, that one puts a good jolt through you. Uh, and I was using the uh, Surge and Purge, which, even, which puts out even more voltage than the cattle prods do. So I have used them. And again, no effect, no negative effect. I didn't see any negative effect. That's just put it that way. Uh, so... <clears throat> Cattle prod, you can use it. I use the spike. When, I, when I'm when i cleaning my veal, for instance, like I said, the grain-fed veal, I put in a solution with salt, salt sometimes in borax or sometimes trisodium phosphate in, in, or all three. And I'll dissolve the salt in the water. I'll put the clips inside, clip them to the sides of the uh, pan, and then I'll proceed to run... The vultures through there. I'll put my hand in there. I can actually feel it going through my hand, so I know it's working. And I was let it sit there for about an hour, hour and a half. One day I let the veal sit there for five hours. So the stuff that came out was was mind-boggling. Um, you know. So you know. The. Um, <laughs> You shouldn't piss off your wife, Angelo. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing to her, but you shouldn't piss her off. <laughs> no, I, I use a glass bowl. Uh, sometimes I've got these aluminum pans. I put them in there just because I can throw them away if I don't feel like washing stuff. But a glass bowl, that works. Um, you could use a steel pan. Uh, that may even uh, work better. Um because the pan then will get the charge as well. So you may get the effect of charging not only the solution, but the pan too. So, um, you know. So we're, like I said, we're dealing with a lot of, a lot of stuff. And again, if we're dealing with these things that we're talking here, start thinking in terms of epigenetics, start thinking in terms of, you know, DNA. What's the best source of iron? Beets. Beets work really well. Beets combined with iron, uh, wine and you blend and extract work really good. We have actually the formula on the YouTube channel. Um, All righty. Let me get back to the show. <laughs> Let me get back to the show. Uh, there was something else I wanted to see. Uh, what was that one? Oh, and there was another one. What time is it? Oh, is that late? You're kidding. Where are we at? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're not going to have much time for the, for the next. I was going to play something else on uh, Voice the Skull. 
I'll talk about real quick. How many of you hearing have heard or think you're hearing voices or sounds, uh, you know, in your house or around or whatever? You know, um, you know, that could be coming from anything really these days, especially with the frequencies. The guy I was talking about in Michigan was right now. Michigan is one of the worst places in the United States that's being that's being hit with some kind of voice, the skull or voice activated environments where uh, some woman went up north somewhere and wound up having a thought she heard something thought she heard two guys outside nobody was there started shooting out out through a window and they found her dead the next day out in the field and um she was having what she thought she was seeing and hearing an event going on they were projecting something there and so, the, again, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about was to, um, uh, yeah, all of us are hearing this bullshit. This is not tinnitus. And again, nobody's got tinnitus. And I don't know how many times I've got to say that. But anyway, nobody's got tinnitus. Your, your brain is being affected by these frequencies, and that's what you're hearing. The buzzing that you're hearing is in your head, not in your ears picking it up. But that's because you're being targeted with some kind of frequency or they're blasting some kind of frequency. Uh, Fire Medic has shown that on one of his videos where an airplane flies by and they're, and they're beaming something. His RF meter is picking it up. It's a real simple way of showing that. So, uh, you know, we're not, like I said, you got to quit thinking in that reality, the, the doctors are nothing but liars. They have been covering up this technology for over 60 years, if not longer. And all the prognoses after the 1960s are questionable at best, at best. If they've given you something that works, and then you had whatever they may have prognosed you to have. But if they've given you shit and it's not working, that's because it's the wrong prognosis, the wrong diagnosis, and they're breaking you down. Like I said, the sixties that didn't that shit didn't start until the sixties when AM and FM antennas or AM antennas went up. That's when everybody started hearing sounds. But now it's been refined. In the one part of the video, the guy is saying the gal's asleep and she's having a conversation with somebody in her sleep. And through her mouth, they could hear another voice, like uh, either replicating what she was saying or saying something else. She was actually having a dialogue with a voice. You know. Um, yeah, so again, this is not necessarily ET, it could be. But we're being played with. Again, this is all about psychological warfare and keeping you in a state of fear. Remember that. So now that you heard this, you can start looking at some of the stuff about voice-activated whatever. And there was another situation in Michigan where a guy thought he heard something and he jumped out his window, ran to his neighbors, saying that the police were coming in to kill him or something. You know, And they called the police and nobody was there. You know... So when we're looking at some of the, um, when we're looking at some of the stuff going on today, this is a this is a techno bio assault on us, or a biotech 
effect, you know. So, like I said, you know, we are in, we're not, we're no longer living in good old days. And this is all about confusing and confusion and deception and manipulation, you know. So, I mean, it, it says that in, in, um, I believe Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. <laughs> you know, principles and procedures. Principles and procedures. Again, it's a, a um, it doesn't mean the same thing. And they are further, further expanding this tech. Okay, the blue lights that they're putting out everywhere that you're seeing in heavy populated areas. That's to cause brain damage because they can manipulate the brain with the blue light. And if they want to trigger, a, say they want to trigger a riot, they can do it now. If they want to subdue or quell a riot, they can do it now. That's what I think they did back in the South a couple of years ago when a couple of cops killed a kid that, you know, uh, from the South. Uh, they had a deeper skin tone. As a result, you know, they, they had a major outbreak from, this, from the people in the society that were related to this child or this kid. About a week, it was subdued. It was subdued. I was so surprised that in less than a week, the whole thing was, was blown over. And again, I knew something had happened. I knew they had to hit him with some kind of frequency to create that kind of... Because years ago, when that happened, that would linger for... Remember the... Um, oh, just reading about them today. The guy, the, the Minnesota police that killed that, that colored fellow there on the ground. What the hell's his name? See, I can't even remember that. Uh, Floyd Jones. Okay. You don't hear about him anymore at all. Hardly anything. Years ago, we would still be hearing his name after so many years. Remember that incident in, uh, in, in California? where they, they beat that fellow to death four cops came out. And then something just happened last week where four cops beat this kid up for no reason at all. Pulled him out and just pounded the shit out of him. He died. So something's going on with the police police departments as well. They're, they're far more aggressive than they have to be. These guys were gorillas. This kid was just a little puny pint size, maybe 120 pounds soaking wet. They beat him to death for nothing. So again, I have to think this is all frequency controlled. You know, I have to think this is all frequency controlled. All right, winding it down here. And as I always say at the end of these shows, read the Gospels. George Floyd, sorry, George Floyd. Um, read the Gospels, read what Jesus had to say. Take hope in that. Take hope in the fact that we're going to leave this place one day. Read about, again, the interdimensional wars that are coming through revelations. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing that happening right now. You know, we're, we, they, are, they are among us. Just, just put it that way. So be on your game. Be on your game. You know, uh, read the rest of the Gospels. You know, look at the challenges that the early church went through. Think in these terms. We, too, may go through those same challenges just in a different, different way. Okay, that's how you got to look at it. That's how you got to look at it. So, just remember that. All righty. I think we got it. All right, so the next show will be Wednesday, 6 p.m., just in case I 
have a late delay or screw up somehow. So until the next segment, oh, and always remember, you know, we're still here by the grace of God. So till the next segment, to your health, take care.